Hey, you cut out all of the good F1 stuff from last week's show. <laughs> so, A, everything that was good, I left in. And two, there was just so much content. So, so, so much. You know, you, you said you said last week's episode that you cut out 34 minutes, but it seemed like there was a lot more than that. Trust me, it seemed, yes, it's it seemed like there was a lot more than that. Welcome to Talking to Todd. A weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Better now that I took off my glasses. <laughs> I have to take off my glasses to read. Don't ask. Get ready for the podcast. Think- glasses off. Check. Beer in hand. Check. Let's go. Check. Uh, the Beer of the Month Club this month, uh, New Glarus, brought to you by New Glarus Spotted Cow, one of my all-time favorite beers. I have toured this brewery. They Have I told you the story about touring this brewery? I don't believe so. So Amy and I stopped. It's, uh, it's, it's relatively close to the farm, as close as anything is in southwest Wisconsin, and the the shop that's on site where you can buy and carry out it's a warehouse full of beer to the point where they have dollies sitting by the door that you just load up and then roll out to your car which i did well it'd be you know and if they went to the trouble of 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 buying dollies and putting them by the door it would be rude not to use them to take the beer out to the car. And Midwesterners are nothing if not rude. So that see, right. I'm just being, I'm, 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 I'm just being kind, right. I'm just, just helping, just taking one for the team. That's me. Cheers. So, you know, to whatever you're drinking, there we go. Uh, Let's see. Follow up from the cold open. No, I got nothing. <laughs> is there any is there any brief F1 follow-up that we need to catch up on? No, but the other option for the cold open was gonna be was gonna be just you starting the recording and me explaining the intricacies of the of the uh, drag reduction system and when the button was pushed. So as if I was just been talking about F1 for the solid for the last seven days. <laughs> Look, the okay, microphone's now, on, the microphone's not on, whatever. Now you, you, you say that, but you, you've got to distinguish as to whether you're talking about F1 or RuPaul when you say drag reduction system. Works both ways. <laughs> just push the button. Yep. Drag reduction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. 
Hey, oh, God, welcome that, back. That, I'm just I'm just thinking now. Okay, so now you just got that in my head. Now that'd just be hilarious because <laughs> the, the the problem the problem, and I will do this. I will do this incredibly briefly. Right? If an F1 car can't turn enough, part of the problem is they need more drag. And I'm just thinking at one point if Sky Sports like <laughs> like. That car needs more drag. And then suddenly Bianca just showed up and said, what do you need? And um, everybody would be, (laughs) I don't even understand what's going on. (laughs) Oh, no, you better don't. Okay. What's, can we fix it with duct tape? Yes, you can. Are you talking F1 or drag race? Applies to both. Yes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. The... The synergy between the two entertainment venues is amazing. Can't see the hot dog. That's right. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, my God. Still funny. Funniest. Maybe the funniest line of the year. Maybe the funniest line of the year. Uh uh let's see (laughs) you're still laughing feedback follow-up updates voicemails from last week please send us your feedback that's 515 also cpa uh taxes were due oh today today's the 15th needed to pay your taxes today they were they were no as certified uh as non-certified cpas we would know that that deadline was pushed out later (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Although if you would have called 515 also CPA, we may have told you that they were due today. What are you doing? Well, I got to go somewhere. What? Sorry, I'm out of here. Well, the, here's the thing that I found out from our, uh, the payment was due today. They delayed the filing, but you still had to pay by today. File, don't file, file whenever you want, take an extra, whatever, but the money. No, 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 the money. The money comes today. I'm more I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my head around like send me the money, but you don't need to tell me why. Or how much. Yeah, or how much. But it better be the right amount. <laughs> Cha-ching. Other podcast. Yep. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Feedback. We have. Do you want to start? Do you have any? Do you want to start? Um, I don't believe I have any. Uh, I don't believe I have any feedback. Okay, well then, buckle up here. All right. Uh, let's see how efficiently we can do this. Toddler number one informed me upon listening that I did not do justice to the level or volume of alarm. That was in her voice when she discovered all of her clothes in a heap in the closet. Dwayne! (laughs) So here's the funny thing. You told the story as you told it. What I heard in my head is as Amy describes it. So while you may not have can you may not have conveyed it, um, 
on the receiving end, I at I at least um, translated that into what that house would have what your house would have sounded like. So um, I I understood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Judson Brown. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take these by topic, not by submitter. Ooh, ooh, we're trying something new here. Okay. I know, right? Sarah Judson Brown wasn't aware that Amy wasn't in the house. She thought mm-hmm. there was this crash. Yep. I went to check. Yep. Dog is okay. Right. And I went back to work. Yes. Not checking on Amy and Amy being underneath the pile of clothes or God knows where. Right. So <laughs> she was. <laughs> so here's. Here's here's an interesting bit of uh, I said I didn't have any feedback while we were listening to this real time in the car. You said I went and checked on the dog. Everything was fine. So I went back to my office and Lisa sitting next to me goes, what about Amy? (laughs) (laughs) So apparently. uh, (laughs) Apparently the the key piece of information, because I said, wait for it, you will find out she's coming home from work. Um, I would say maybe when structuring this from now on, um, the key piece of information that Amy is not in the house when a large crash <laughs> happens for future reference, because it's probably going to happen. Let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> you you want to you want to just change the order of the facts as you're presenting them. Note taken. Good. Good note there. Dog's fine. Cool. <laughs> a- Amy. Nah, that's. <laughs> Arby's qualifies as the best running gag of the Euro. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We're still doing that. Okay. (laughs) You know what? That works as well in this show as the laugh track in MASH worked. So, (laughs) yeah, sure. Keep it. Sarah ate crab with a K for dinner last week and immediately thought of us. There you go. That's, you know what? We provide a service. I'm not sure what that service is, but we provide it. So we got, we also got, and this is feedback on the rebranding segment that we did. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this came from toddler number 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's our logo. Which rounded. Well, yes, but it's, he apparently wants to join our branding team. Mm, Okay. All right. I see. This is his, this is like his portfolio. Right. Cause he took our logo and do you want to, I'll, I will post it and it is, you can see it as it's going to be this week's show art. Okay. So so he uh he basically took our our what is normally a rectangle and turned it into a to a circle. Yes. Yes and the notes that came along with it the color border matching Todd's shirt serves to highlight the importance of the title character and the person doing 3% of the work. The rounded corners Symbolize the well-rounded range of topics that are covered on the show. Technology, self-help, education, entertainment, 
and obscure sports. The slight 2% counterclockwise rotation, and if you look very carefully, you can see that it is there. The slight 2% counterclockwise rotation is a nod to the two in the title and shows the whimsical, lighthearted nature of the podcast. <laughs> wow. And and my addition to this, if you look at the right side of the logo, you can see that it it's just barely flat over there, which tells me that this logo is off center. Okay. Much like us. <laughs> wow. Um <laughs> Talking Boy. to Todd rebranded. <laughs> I I am I am both I am both amazingly impressed with Greg's work and thinking that he might be taking contracts away from us. <laughs> <laughs> He's a subcontractor. We bring him in and then we can we can just sub it out. Oh, okay. Okay. So Because so, if there's one thing Greg knows. It's subs. Oh, 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 boy. Wow. That's wow. Wow. I mean, and admittedly, had it come from any number of other people, that would hurt even more. Coming from you, it's not as bad. But. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Standing up for Greg. That's fair. Well. While the two of you are sitting down. <laughs> uh, the all pine team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him, me and Coop. Yeah. We were the all pine team. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's the thing is, is I'm pretty sure that Greg put more effort into rebranding us than we did into the other portion of the story. But that's that's amazing. He may have put more work into rebranding than I put into branding. Yeah. Yeah. Although I like Took it. Took a photo though. of us slap talking to Todd on the hood. Does that look good? Looks good to me. Good enough. Ship it. This thing's going to <laughs> It's not like it's going to last, so. Right. Yeah. This show's only going to last four or five weeks. How long? I mean, we're only going to do this as long as the pandemic runs anyway. I mean, whatever. It's yeah, we'll be out of here in a couple of weeks, and then, you know, it'll be, it'll be something fun to do. Right. That, not that I'm comparing us to to this at all, uh, but if you've ever heard uh, recently Dave Grohl uh, being interviewed and people ask him about about the name of the band Foo Fighters, he's like, man, if I would have known that we were going to be around 20 years later, I would have definitely spent a lot more time naming the band. <laughs> okay, so this is a piece of follow-up based on the request that we stop doing visual jokes. Which you're following up with doing a visual bit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yes. <laughs> I see a request. And I raise you. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm looking so, at a screen here that says Mandela effect, a talking to Todd quiz. Yes. Which I will post on the Facebook page. So you too can play along. Will I, if I, if I explain what I'm seeing, am I going to give away anything for anybody else who's going to play along on Facebook? No, I don't think so. Okay. So do you know, this may be a little early, 
But do you know what the Mandela effect is? I'm going to say no. Okay. So the Mandela effect is a phenomenon where people remember something differently than how it occurred. Okay. So it's based off of how a whole bunch of people thought that Nelson Mandela died in the 80s when he actually didn't. (laughs) Oh, that's not the Mandela effect. That's just Twitter. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. So it's it's like um, you know how a lot of people think that there was a movie starring Sinbad titled Shazam. I'm not aware of that, but okay. <laughs> but but some people believe a, that that happened. Okay, some people believe that that actually happened in actuality. There was a movie starring Shaq called Kazam. <laughs> Not the same thing. Mm, okay. So um, these are pictures. And so your job now is to guess which of these things is correct. Okay. Okay. All right. So. All right. So the first one is... The Looney Tunes logo from Warner Brothers. And I'm, oh, I see. Okay. It took me a second. I'm I'm having to do with the, what's the, so we got bugs there. We got the Warner Brothers and it's Looney Tunes spelled tunes, T-U-N-E-S or tunes, T-O-O-N-S. I, I'm going to believe, oh, geez. Who pays attention to the opening of, um, I believe it's, I believe it's tunes as in music, not tunes as in cartoons, because that would be too easy. Hey, very good. Okay. So Todd has one, Todd has one. Okay. So the next thing you're ready for the next one of these. I, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So this is the fruit of the loom logo. One has the fruit, one has the fruit with a cornucopia. I believe it's with the cornucopia. Excuse me, what? Wah, wah. <laughs> there is no cornucopia. Common Mandela effect. Yes. Okay, so see what, are, what you're saying. So the, you're calling this Mandela effect. I'm just calling this, you're just, it's common being wrong, but okay. Okay. This one. This is uh, Skechers, uh, promoted by former NFL quarterbacks and defensive ends everywhere. Um, Skechers is either spell, <laughs> ske- you look at both of these long enough and neither one of them looks right. So, uh, <laughs> It's either Skechers with a T or Skechers without a T. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying. I hope the listeners are enjoying this as much as I'm enjoying this. We may have to release the video of this. That could be. <laughs> I think that I think that you are. I think you're enjoying this because this is like the revenge of the NBC Sports headline writers. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to say that the correct one has a T in it. 
Oh, jeez. And it does not. Why would it? Okay. Your so baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. Do you know what the second name of your baloney is? <laughs> well, it's it's not no. See now you got now. So I just played the. I was going to cheat because I was going to play the next line of it. And now now that I see both of them in front of me, um, see now I've seen is both it, of them, so I can hear both of them. This is this is the Oscar Mayer logo, and one of them is M E Y E R, and the other one is M A Y E R. Does Todd know which it is? Well, Todd clearly doesn't. So at this point, even if I get it right, that doesn't prove I got it. It just means I got a 50-50 chance. I've I've lost track on the score. You got you got the first one right and you got the next two wrong. Is that correct? It feels, like, 30, it feels like 34 wrong, but yes, sure. Okay. Um, I I want to say it's the A is the correct one. Look at that. All right. Very nice. It doesn't look right. More of these. So yeah. it doesn't, does it? No, it looks it wrong. It looks completely wrong. Oh, okay. So now it's so it's it's bottles of Febreze. Um with with Febreze spelled two different ways. Spelled Febreze and Febreze. So um, the Febreze with only one E seems to be extra strength, which to me would should be the one with the two E's would be extra strength. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're putting in the extra. The 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 second E stands for extra. I that believe, was my thought. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the single E. So Febreze is with the single. Hey, look at that. Hey, he's on a roll, folks. Have you seen this one? Okay, so this is the Berenstain Bears, and. Or or is it the Bernstein Bears? It is A I N. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like Meredith Vieira. Is that your final answer? Or the other thing I say, you could just Google it. That well, would yeah, also sound right. like yeah, that, yeah. That would also sound like Meredith Vieira. But yes, I believe I believe this one. I actually feel like I'm comfortable knowing. Yes, look at that. And so the the last slide is how did you do? Todd got did you get four right? I believe I got four right, Bob. You got four right. You got um, more right than you got wrong. Excellent. Very good. Nice work. Oh, thank you. That's uh... all righty. So, so uh, you know, more more visual gags. <laughs> Breaking new ground on an audio podcast. We're just going to all visual gags. The crossover with educational idiots does continue. Educated idiots, not educational. Oh, yes. Sorry. Thank you. Well, they're they're suing us over one thing. They might as well sue us over others. <laughs> Get the bulk right. Yeah. Dwayne, I know you haven't had the chance to listen yet. Todd, thanks for tuning in. Um, okay. You're just now coming to the realization that this was going to be a challenge and I'm pretty sure you guys grew up around Dan, but maybe the inability to focus set in by the time I got to meet Dan. Just explaining anything to him is a true enjoyment that I endure weekly. 
You guys are just getting to the party. I think if we keep at this, maybe in another 20 episodes, we might be able to get it to happen. But I'll keep working on him. Keep up the great work, fellas. And then he called back. <laughs> okay. Brought to you by DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ service. <laughs> oh, I forgot the plug. I'll call back. I forgot the- <laughs> Trust me. I'm going to guess that that phone line's not busy. I can probably call back right now. <laughs> oh. I'm looking at the rundown. Okay. I think I've got everything caught up from last week. There was some new content based on old content. I mean, there's just lots of, sorry. Anyway, um, so, that, so, so, so that's what I got. How about you? How was your week? You went camping. I did. Yes. I mean, by camping, I mean, we went, we went RVing, which is, you know, different than camping because we just, you know, take a small house, put it behind a truck, drive it around, get in the small house. Yeah. Right. I mean, camping, we say camping, uh, camping covers a wide range of, 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 of comfort. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and the fact, the fact of the matter that, uh, so I basically said it's either going to be a good week um, or I'm going to have content. Uh, there's there's no content here, um, which, um, yeah, uh, gen- generally speaking, uh, you know, put put about, you know, did about 700 miles of towing and stayed overnight four or five nights and made it to some national parks and uh, and um, came back home and and didn't really have a thing for the podcast so uh so that's you know that's yeah you look you look you look amazed and surprised at that that comment that's fantastic that's i mean i remember last year you said and i think i quote it seems like an awfully it seems like an awful lot of work to relax, but I'm sure we'll get better at it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty accurate. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like you got better at it. Well, we've we've done a a, a couple of things have helped that. Uh so last year the uh the R, the RV was stored at a at a storage facility a couple of miles away. So anytime we wanted to go take it out, we we had to pack and put everything in the truck. And then go pick up the RV and then tow the RV to wherever we're going to go. Then we had to unpack the truck and pack the RV, right? <laughs> and then we stayed over two nights and then we had to get up in the morning and unpack the RV and pack up the truck, then hook up the truck, tow the RV, drop it off at the storage facility, and then unpack the truck. So there was a lot of moving of stuff right even even if you're not taking that much yeah yeah sure with with some of with some of the uh with some of the projects that we've done around here we now have the ability to to park the rv um on the property here at the undisclosed location next to the garage sometimes closer to the garage sometimes a little further away (laughs) right now it's a little closer um (laughs) yeah so (laughs) Um, but what that means is as you're thinking about things that you want to take, you just walk out of the house and you go put it in the RV and you can do that a couple of days ahead of time. And, uh, 
you know, including even having, you know, having the refrigerator running ahead of time. So you can just put stuff in there. So um, that made it that made it easier. Having done this a few times, um, that makes it that it's starting to get a little easier. Oh, we we did make a huge we actually made a huge change um, after we stopped using it last year. Um, one of the things uh, if 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 you're in the market for an RV, um, or at least a, a trailer, they they sell them they sell them with uh, mattresses because you you sleep in them, um, and I'm pretty sure that uh, that the word mattress all of these travel trailers are made basically they're all made in Indiana um, for reasons I don't know but that's where they're all the, all the travel trailers are kind of made in a small area in Indiana and and I I'm not clear about this but whatever whatever the word mattress means in Indiana is not what anybody else thinks of as a mattress. Um, it, it is, it, it is lightweight. Um, they call it foam, but it's, 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 it is both, it is both rigidly uncomfortable in places and yet not supporting at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> There are physics problems around the mattresses that they put in RVs that I, I don't, I, the, whatever that material is, it is not from this world. Um, so we, we, uh, at the end of the season last year, uh, through a variety of things, we took out, we took out the mattresses that were in there and trust me that that was not a difficult thing to do. Just and out of blue. Um, and then, and then we put in, we put in a, a, uh, we we had a we had another mattress, um, a thick memory foam, similar, basically the same one that we sleep on normally, uh, and we did it. Did it fit in the RV? Yes. Did it fit through the door eventually? But um, <laughs> will we ever get the mattress out? Absolutely not. That is now a permanent portion because we we put we put a large mattress through a small door and then it opened up again. And when I say memory foam, they're like, "Oh, you mean like you got it all shipped and it was all you know, it was all like in a small box and you cut it open and then you let it breathe." No, 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 that had already happened a few years ago. So this thing was a full size. I mean, it was a king size mattress, fully and and heavy, right? Like this is like you know. Anyway, we we shoved it. Um, <laughs> We put that in in like October and haven't used it since. And so this was the first trip with a real mattress. And what I can tell you is uh, it it literally made all the difference in the world. Uh, it was like, oh, this is nice. The one downside is the mattress we took out was, I'm going to say, about an inch and a half thick. And that's what, that's what about what it feels like. That may be generous. Yeah. Okay. This thing is 10 to 11 inches thick which generally wouldn't be a problem but as you sleep at the front of the rv there is a shelf that goes right above your head that goes the lengthwise the the lengthway of the entire rv and we debated we debated all off season maybe we should just take that shelf out Right. It's just a couple of screws and we should just take the shelf out because it was pretty clear it, with one pillow there. Your head was already pretty close to the shelf. If you use two pillows, your head is basically when you sleep wedged between two pillows and the shelf. 
So we thought we should probably take that shelf out. Lisa posted on a forum, hey, is anybody taking their shelf out? And a couple of people said, you may want to think about that. It's probably structural (laughs) to help keep the sides from flexing. And I went, I've never, ever had to ask, is that a load-bearing shelf? (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't want to find out either, right? It's sort of like when you grab a couple of wires and you go, I wonder if these are live. You just don't want to be in a position where you're having to ask that question, right? So we left the shelf in, um, which led to multiple, multiple times per night just hearing, Ow, 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 ow. There was quite a few of that. Um, And yet, and yet what I will tell you is (laughs) smashing your head against the shelf multiple times a night was still significantly more comfortable than the crap that they sold us for a mattress. So we're keeping the mattress and just dealing with small minor concussions occasionally because the net of this is you get a much better night's sleep. So uh, a couple of observations, head and foot are relative terms. Okay. Yep. Can't you put your feet where the shelf is? Well, we could, um, at that point, your, your head, well, hmm. in order to put it this way, in order to make this fit, we we kind of rotated it, so, I mean, as you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not that tall, um, but but with my pillow, my feet hang over the edge, <laughs> so, um, so I think if we ah, turned around, so it's not the uh, so if you turn sideways, yes, yes, we could do that. And given that it's a king size bed, you probably have nearly as much room. Yes. Anyway. Except two things. Number one, whoever whoever is on the inside, because there's it's literally the walls of the mattress. It goes wall to wall. There's no oh, space sure. around it, right? Y- so yeah. whoever is on the far side has to crawl over the person who isn't who's who gets right. So there's that. Ah, yes, as opposed to yes. Yeah. And the and person who has to crawl over then has to deal with the shelf the entire of. So you're not gonna Yeah. So so now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so so right now the um the opportunity for pain is distributed evenly. <laughs> that certainly seems more fair. Right. Yeah. Right. Um yeah. So, so there really? is, I mean, we, we may, we may try sort of some different orientations. A lot of campers, you do sleep, you know, sideways as it were, but again, there's a lot of just crawling over people that is, um, and because so, so there's a platform for the mattresses and then the mattress. So this mattress is taller than the other one. So it's, it's up off the ground a ways, <laughs> There is a step stool now involved <laughs> to get into the bed. Yeah, which, I wondered about that. Which I'm now thinking about because I would be the one that would be crawling over and having to deal with the shelf for a multitude of reasons. Um, first of all, that's my side of the bed. Second, 
crawling over, that's on me. And if if we're, if there's only one of us going to be dealing with the shelf, yeah, that's going to be me too. I'm what I'm now envisioning is trying to get out of bed in the middle of the night where it's dark and for reason, you know, I, I need to get out. Of, I'm going to get out of bed for a couple minutes. Um, kind of moving over and then misjudging the the distance to the floor, <laughs> and then just boom, boom. <laughs> And then thinking, I kind of miss hitting my head on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And here you said there was no content from camping. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, that's true. I did. I did also. We we also got to start checking off a few other things that we've never done before. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen on that? You've seen in a truck stop, a cat scale. You've seen the signs cat scale. Um it's so it's it's places where where truckers can go and weigh their semi trucks to know how much they weigh not, um not their cats you don't weigh cats apparently not that's weird right like that's i mean you could but eh, yeah you got to put them on the plate and then you got to hit the button and all right wait um <laughs> you've heard the you heard the joke about the guy's driving along and he hits a raccoon and he feels really bad about it. So it it's not, it's, you can tell that it's not dead, but it's certainly injured. So he picks it up and he takes it to the vet. And the vet says, there's really nothing that I can do about it. It's dead. And now it's really dead by now. And the guy says, can't you, are you sure you really can't do anything? And, and the vet says, okay, well, you know, whatever. So he um, brings in a cat, puts a cat on the table. The cat sniffs it, walks out, brings in a dog, dog, Sniffs it, walks out. You've heard this, right? Hmm. No. No? And the vet says, okay, yeah, he's, he's dead. That'll be $400. And the guy says, $400? This is a raccoon that I hit with my car. Why am I paying you $400? And the vet said, well, I wasn't going to charge you anything, but after the CAT scan and the lab work. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Ooh. Wow. You've been hanging on to that one for a while, just waiting for the right time to. <laughs> and 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 you brought up the cat scale, yeah. So you're close enough, yeah. <laughs> so that one's on you. That's clearly on me, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, so you got to use a cat scale, yeah, yeah. I got to go. I got to go into a truck stop and then not go in the front where the autos go, but go in the back where the where all of the semis are, and then pull up to a cat scale in my little truck and my little RV, <laughs> and then. Pull up and then, uh, yeah. Hey, can you weigh me and um, get some weights? Because uh, it turns out uh, there's a lot of weights and it's all really important to understand. And it's not just a single weight. There's it, there's a lot of math involved. Nobody told me. Um, meanwhile, while I'm sitting there going, hmm, I wonder if I'm doing this right in my part, because it turns out there are there are three zones you have to park in and you want your front axle on one part and your rear axle on another and the trailer on the other. And you got to line the whole thing up. You got to do all of this work. And I'm like sitting there like, oh, I don't know if I'm right. And then I look in, I look at one of my mirrors and behind me is a 18 wheeler who would also like to use the cat scale. So I'm like, close <laughs> enough, done. <laughs> Good enough. I don't know what, I don't Ooh. even know where I'm parked. I don't know where I'm weighed. Just weigh it and I'm out of here. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was fun. Um that was that was a good experience. Um having having done that. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I think those are the those are the I mean, you know, once once the trailer was parked, went out, you know, went went to a couple of national parks, went to a state park, did did some hiking. Um I did 
Okay. All right. So maybe there was a little bit of content. Um, the last night we were there, um, we were over, we were over in Moab, Utah. So the last night, uh, we're, uh, we're in Moab, which is, uh, five miles away is Arches National Park. And, uh, one of the famous sites in Arches National Park is Delicate Arch, which is the, uh, the arch that is on the Utah license plate and is used, you know, a lot of places. And I've never been there. Um, I've been to arches multiple times, but I've never been to the Delicate Arch. I've never been to the lookout and I've never hiked up to it. And so, uh, I want to go up there and I'm going to go do apparently, uh, because I like doing photography, it's beautiful in the sunset. So people go up there to do sunset photography. So I get everything ready. I drive out, drive through the park. It's, it's, I mean, it's not like Yellowstone, but it, after you get in the park, it's still like a 20 minute drive to get to the parking lot. And then you've got a mile and a half hike that goes up, uh, about 500 feet of elevation gain, um, that goes up through some, some slick rock. And basically you're walking up the, these hills and then you have to get up there and then you got to find your spot. Cause a lot of people go up there. So I pulled into the parking lot at six fifty, behind schedule and sunset was at seven fifty. And I'm thinking I've got a mile and a half hike. The guidebooks tell you mm, it's they, the, they'll tell you it's an hour to get up there with the elevation gain. A number of people are like, Oh, you can, you can do it in 45 minutes. If you, you know, if you put your mind to it. So I'm like, well, I got to get up there and I got to make sure I want to, you know, not the, not like if I would have hiked up there right after like the sun, like, Oh, I made it. And where's everybody going? Oh, sunset already. Oh my God. So I was like, <laughs> okay. So I throw on my backpack, which I've got, I'm, I've got my camera gear. I've got my camera. I've got a tripod. I've got all sorts of crap. I've got extra layers and I take off down the trail and there's lots of people there and I'm passing people and let's just say I'm making good time. So get up there. Um, it was a good workout. My Apple watch was very happy with me and I get up there and I find a spot and I look around and I get up there plenty of time and set up and we get ready to shoot. And there's, I don't know, there's like 30 photographers up there. There's probably 200, 200 people up there maybe. And then the sun starts going down. And as it starts going down, the, the clouds on the horizon are beautiful, all lit up, but, but that means that none of the, none of the really good light is coming through. So instead of lighting up this brilliant orange, like it would normally, it just gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And then it's dark. Well, that didn't work out, but you know, Hey, good news. You know, I'm up here. I got to see it. You know, worst case with landscape photography, you had a good hike. Like that's the worst of it. And I stay longer because now I'm just trying to find like, there's some cool clouds and it's, it's like, there's, you know, maybe the stars are going to come out a little bit or whatever. Anyway, um, sort of the last 30 people up there and I decide it's time to start hiking down. So I break out my headlamp out of my bag. Cause I came with a headlamp knowing when you go shoot, when you hike to shoot sunset photography, the hike back is going to be in the dark. Always. That's, that's what you signed up for. So I put my headlamp on and I start heading down and you first down, go down this ledge. It's about six feet wide. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a hundred foot drop off or whatever. It's not, it's not terrible, but you want to, you want to make sure you know where the ledge is, right? Like you want to stay on the ledge. So I start going down 
and there's really nobody around me. And this is the, this is the part where I love being in national parks. I'm like, man, it's, it's quiet. It's dark. I mean, nobody, I can't really hear or see anybody. It's like, I've got this whole park to myself. And then I get to the point of like, boy, none of this looks familiar. Like I was in such a hurry to go up the trail that I kind of neglected to pay attention to the trail. (laughs) I was just, there was a person in front of me, pass that person, find the next person, pass that person. That's all I was doing on the way down. There were no person (laughs) for me to follow. (laughs) And now I'm sitting here and it's dark and I'm thinking, I still have about 400 feet of descent to do somewhere. And I'm sitting here with my headlamp. And as I'm turning my head, I'm lighting like, huh, is that the trail or is that the trail? I don't know. Let's try one. And so um, the entire way down. Yeah. So the entire way down, this is going through my head. You moron. You you couldn't have paid attention. (laughs) You couldn't have just looked a little bit. You didn't think that you're going to have to trace your steps back down. Anyway, good news. Uh, I'm here. Um, I, I mostly found the trail. I went off a little, I went off a couple of times, but nothing, nothing that was terrible and, uh, and came back down. But um, it, it took me, a. You, you know, you know, normally when you, if, if you, if you go drive someplace new, it, it always feels like it takes you longer to drive out than drive back because you don't know how far it is. So you just, it, it just, and then on the yes. way back, you're like, boy, it yes. doesn't feel like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way back this time felt a lot longer. Like, where's that parking lot? <laughs> like, I don't, where, where, where is this? Because I don't like, I'm pretty, and I can't see a thing, right? It's, it's dark and there's no moon and there's clouds. So it's just the headlamp. And, um, after a while, you're walking down, walking down slick rock and you're just thinking like, this has got to end at some point. So anyway, um, I didn't make it back to the car, but uh, lesson learned. Maybe I should have put that in what Todd learned, but this week I learned anyway. Um, there you go. That was almost some really good content potentially just for you to share with the audience. <laughs> so you were, um, you, you were in a, you were in a camper mo- Oh, most of the weekend and some of the week. Yeah. Did you watch any? Oh, did you watch anything this week? Um, so we, we did, we were in the camper. Um, we did stream off of the phone with an HDMI cable to the, to the TV. Uh, we streamed, um, two shows basically is about all we watched. Um, do you want to take a guess as to, the show or the genre of the two things that we would have watched while that we would have made sure that we would have watched while camping. Well, um, I think you could probably download some train shows to have those in advance. Yeah, we did not though. Yep. Did not. Nope. Oh, um, did you take any Rue with you? We didn't take any with us, but we did stream it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yeah. So got to make sure you, you got to watch Rue because otherwise you're going to, you're going to read all the spoilers. So, uh, yes, we, we did, uh, Lisa's comment was, she's like, I don't think this is going to work. And I, I've got my phone and an HDMI cable and hooking up to the TV and then find the place to put the phone to get the thing and then log into YouTube TV and go into our library, hit play 
And uh, hey, all of a sudden, there it is. So yes, Rue was one of them. Had a park a trailer? Oh, I should have done that. Um, no, the other one was uh, made sure could, could watch a couple of EPL matches. So uh, had to had to watch had to watch some oh. soccer. So yeah, okay. well, you know, there was for, no for F- this report. Was, yeah, right, because there was no F one race this week. No, there was not. No, would you like to yeah. know why there wasn't? No, just kidding. Um, no, so. Actually. <laughs> So that's uh, the other things that we watched since we've been back. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of opportunity because we were in the trailer. Uh, uh, Let's see. We've watched. We we continue to watch Mass Singer, um, which now Mass Singer is now introduced. They eliminate people. Then they introduce wild cards after people are eliminated. So the show's been going on like seven weeks and there have almost the same number of contestants as they did when they started. And I thought. Oh, this is an idea that Rue should steal because um, apparently nobody goes home on that show either. So um, and then and then the last one. Yes. And then once we got back home, um, yeah, we had to catch up on some train videos. So uh, still watching, still watching all the stations. And uh, Lisa, Lisa, listened to my point last week about the first episode. They were all happy in the third episode. Hey, this is kind of cool. And by like. By like the 10th episode, you could see it wearing on them. We're now into, they just passed day 30 of a three month project. And, um, and some of it is, some of it is not as fun as they, as they expected, uh, which might be on them. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's both, it's an interesting, it's a travel log about England. It's also sort of a look at, look at how good public transportation in England can be with trains. And it's also like a weird psychological study of these two people. <laughs> I just don't know if they're in on it or not. So anyway, what have you been watching? Uh, we finished season 10 of RuPaul. You didn't just finish it though. Uh, Cause you, you keep sending messages. Um, it's you, you have some, you are, I be, I'm starting to believe that you have as many opinions about RuPaul's drag race as you do about the Chicago bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nerve, nerve, ab, <laughs> nerve, abs and talent. <laughs> Uh, Aqu- Aquaria wins, Amy. Oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> I would have been happy. She says I would have been happy with either of the other two winning. You know, you pick your favorites, and then uh, although after after you pointed out that uh, you were disappointed, you guys were both disappointed with who won season ten. I also pointed out in our text chat uh, text messages. Uh, I felt the same way about Brady winning the Super Bowl, but you know, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. NFL, you know, sometimes, sometimes the person you want to win wins and sometimes they don't. So, yeah. And you know what? I probably would have been happy with, uh, with Amy's. I, I would have been happy with anybody else. So, <laughs> um, we started watching, we started watching alias. Okay. Yep. From the beginning, there are so many people in the show. I mean, in cameos or starring that went on to do other S- stuff. That is that when a, Bradley Cooper is in this thing, really? Did you remember that Bradley Cooper was? Yes, yeah. I didn't really watch it the first time, so um, no. But uh, yeah, yep. 
Uh, anyway, so we started re-watching Alias. I don't know what else I'm watching. Oh, we're still watching Falcon. Um, oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're a week behind now on that because uh, that was not streaming. It was a week... We can stream, but I don't know how much we can stream. Well, we're going to prioritize Rue, and then we're going to watch some English football. Do you uh, do you want to stream uh, Falcon? Eh. Yeah, I'll be there when we get yeah. back. Okay, that's good. Cool. You can wait. <laughs> yep. Did you uh, did you learn anything else? Yeah. So i I did learn. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this also from the trip. The hardest part of the trip wasn't the towing 350 miles there and towing 350 miles back even when the wind was kicking up the the next day uh it wasn't um it wasn't watching the gas gauge go down 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 while there's uh no services for 100 miles going hmm i wonder if we're gonna make it to get gas before we run out of gas huh that's interesting um that wasn't that wasn't the worst thing nor was uh, nor was the uh, the first campground we pulled into the first night saying, "Hey, by the way, when you hook up your water, don't leave it hooked up overnight because it's going to be freezing." And then we go in and and turn on the because uh, it's going to be below freezing um, the first night. And then we go in and we 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 turn on the furnace, and it we're like, "Do you remember the? Do you remember it acting this way last year?" And then we both went, "Did we turn it on last year? No, because we were out in August." Huh, boy, yeah. sure hope this furnace works or this is going to get cold. What I will tell you is uh, the hardest part of the trip, and, and I've learned this uh, again, and I'm going to probably keep learning this, is uh, it's, it's, the last, uh, it's the last 21 and a half feet of the trip. And the last 21 and a half feet of the trip is the length of the trailer that has to go very close to, but not against the house. Uh, <laughs> That last part is a key point. Yes. Yes. Um, the trailer is, the trailer is seven feet wide. So it's a, it's a pretty, it's a narrow trailer. It's seven feet wide. And the, uh, the wall, the concrete block wall to, uh, side of the garage is, uh, is 13 feet. So, uh, and it's a little narrower with the gate, the, the custom gate that we had done that swings open. Yeah. 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 That's a little narrower and it also extends out further than before where I had some room. Yeah. So what I've managed to do now is make my, my target is smaller <laughs> and, um, and, and you gotta, gotta, gotta go uphill a little bit with somebody that's, that uh, probably needs to watch a few more backing, uh, backing trailer videos, because realistically at one point, Lisa was telling me, she's like, what? She says, you need, you need to go to the right. So I turn the steering wheel to the left and it, she goes, it didn't go to the right. So then I turn it to the right and she goes, it didn't go to the right. I've literally turned it. I have turned the steering wheel in all the combinations. And Lisa's telling me the trailer isn't going the direction that she needs it to go. And I literally just parked and just stared at it. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do at this point. Like, like I've run out of options. It's a wheel and I've turned the wheel every direction and it's still not going like maybe it just sleeps here tonight um, next to the house, but not put away. So anyway, uh, backing a trailer is a little difficult. So that's what I learned. And uh, we're going again in two weeks and in three weeks. So uh, just giving everybody a warning. This, this may be repeated multiple times coming up here. How about you? What'd you learn this week? 
I was wor- I was working on a project for work where um, the video that we were supposed to be able to stream was getting blocked by the firewall. So part of my job is to work with our internal risk and compliance and IT folks to get these issues cleared up so that we can participate in virtual trade shows and watch the video that's being blocked by the firewall. And let's be honest, so, uh, no, nobody wants nobody wants to work with corporate IT. You you work with if you're if you're working with corporate IT, you're having a bad day. Like like nobody calls corporate IT just to say I'm having a great day. Want to let you guys know you're doing a hell of a job, and then hang up. The I I will tell you that the people that I work with are amazing, and they do fantastic work. They don't always do it on the first try, but eventually, eventually, eventually we get there. This week, I got an email from them with a, with a string of issues that they were running into with streaming this video. And one of them was that part of the site was being hosted, wait for it, on Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> and I went... Well, there's your problem. <laughs> I said, I host a weekly podcast on Podbean, and it's notoriously buggy. No wonder we got issues. I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust anything from somebody who uses Podbean to distribute their stuff. <laughs> so I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Good news is you could have called you could have, you could have called up the uh, you could have called up the content provider and told them I'm going to need you to go into your settings page. Okay, now go into this page. Now he, in this place, this check mark doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Just go ahead and check that for me. Yeah. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd anywhere you get your pods. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and yes, even Podbean. Just search Talking in the number two, no G, no space. You can check out our page on Facebook where I will post the Mandela effect, among other things. Um, maybe even a uh, picture that Todd took while he was on a hike. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail, just like the educated idiots did, at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by the Tuba City Home Office. I am telling you, Amy asked me, when we come out to visit you guys, can we go take a picture of the two of you in front of the city sign for Tuba City? She said, is it near like anything? Yeah, yeah, we could, but it's 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 like a three and a half hour car trip on the other side of the Grand Canyon from you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an hour and a half north of Flagstaff. I mean, we could we could fire up the truck in the RV and just uh, <laughs> make a make a weekend of it.
What'd you guys do? Did you guys go to the Grand Canyon? Oh no, we skipped that. We went to the Tuba <laughs> City. Welcome to Tuba City, son. <laughs> There's something wrong with you two. <laughs> we could have gone. We, we did, look. We we had time to go to the Grand Canyon or Tuba City. Choices, people. Choices. <laughs> Thanks to our listeners. If you have suggestions for content, please send them to us at feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd. <clears throat> did you did you happen to see uh, Wilson Contreras of the Chicago Cubs got fined seventy five hundred dollars for breaking safety protocol uh, last week? What did he do? Well, he has been he has been hit by Milwaukee Brewers pitchers three times in five games, including getting hit in the helmet by a pitcher. So he had enough of that. So after getting hit. He charged the mound. Hitting a player in the head, according to Major League Baseball, is not a problem. Throwing at him multiple times, three times in five games, and plunking him is not a problem. Contreras violated COVID safety protocol by coming too close to an opposing player. And after getting hit multiple times with 90-plus mile-an-hour baseballs, was fined for a safety violation <laughs> for going after the pitcher. You cannot make this <laughs> up. <laughs> oh. I read that, and my first thought <laughs> is, if Rob Manford ever wants to retire as commissioner of baseball, I think Mark Emmert could step right up into that job and we wouldn't notice a difference. Oh, Lord. On that note, we've been talking to Todd. I thought maybe you were going to tell me that he offered to loan Joe West his car. (laughs) What I now realize is we almost made it an entire episode without a single sports topic, and I ruined it at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Just sneak it in under the wire. That was close.